Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, you just caught us in the middle of eating. <laughs> Natalie uh, Shira yes. sent us some uh, Philadelphia candies. And apparently they've been doing this since they put it on the box since 1919. To me, that would be 100 years of deliciousness. Mm. Yeah. Milk chocolate sandwich cookie. So it's kind of like this really unbelievably delicious milk chocolate coating around a, an Oreo. It's only way better than an Oreo. <laughs> this is... Can we just... I, I just wanted to... Let's just go eat. I wanted to delay the show for a while <laughs> so we could just sit there and bask in it. Soak in it. Really good. Uh, Let me take a second to uh, tell you about, maybe a little more than a second, maybe like 60 of them, to tell you about iTarget Pro. We got this really nice note that we've told you about from James in Las Vegas, who really kind of summed up why the iTarget Pro system is so great. He talks about, you know, having little kids in the house, and so he waited until they left. You really don't have to do that, because the iTarget Pro system is so safe. Rather than have a bullet in the chamber, you've got a laser bullet, so it just fires a laser at the target. That's how you know where your shots land. So it's really easy and really safe to do in the comfort and privacy of your own home. And you don't have to do the range fees. You don't have to buy a bunch of ammo. This is just dry firing. Such a great way to get used to your gun uh, and to get more proficient with it and to maybe figure out you know, if you ever have a home invasion, if anything ever goes wrong, heaven forbid, that you do have to pull out your weapon and use it in your home, you have that's where you've practiced. So it's really a fantastic system. And right now, get 10% off it, plus free shipping, when you use the offer code PAT. That's B-A-T, just, just the one T. Uh, 10% off and free shipping with the iTarget Pro system. It's the letter I, then targetpro.com. iTargetpro.com, offer code PAT. Pat Gray Unleashed. You do the show. I'm going to eat these cookies from Natalie. That cookie is unbelievable. (laughs) Thank you so much, Natalie. You know how when you get something really fantastic (laughs) and it just kind of lingers there and Mm -hmm. it's like, no, I got to have more of that. I I don't care. I I might gain 48 pounds from it, but I'm going to eat the rest of the box. By the end of the show, but (laughs) whatever. It's still good. <clears throat> now, Jeffy's on his way because we're going to do our picks today. Oh, I'm eating all these. Hide now, this. Then. Yeah. Either either we must eat them yep, all by 6.30 yep, yep. or we got to hide this. <laughs> Shh. 888-900-3393. And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, okay, Hurricane Dorian bearing down apparently on the Carolinas now. Yeah. Do they, st- do they expect it to come on shore and not skitter up the side of the... Of the East Coast? The big issue right now is the storm surge uh, in Charleston. Yeah. And uh, let me see here. How much do they expect the storm surge to be? Uh, I don't want to say it incorrectly because they may have updated it. But uh, yesterday they were concerned it was going to be over 10 feet. Oof. Um, Yeah, not good. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, well, our thoughts and prayers are definitely with them that this... You know, weakens that it doesn't uh, bring in that biggest storm surge. Yeah, ten point three feet is projected, 
as the storm surge later today. Meanwhile, President Obama uh, was talking about the fact that Alabama faced a really serious threat from Hurricane Dorian. I'm sorry? Yeah, uh, Alabama. Um, <laughs> so, the of course, the reporters had to ask him about it. They said, hey, what, what are you talking about, Alabama? Nobody says Alabama's in the path of the storm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 they are. Rather than, do we have the, do we have the the picture of it? Look at this. So he shows reporters to prove that he's right. What is apparently a hand drawn extra circle on the cone of the path of the hurricane. The, the sharpie extends out. The sharpie extends Florida. it to a little bit of Alabama. Come. <laughs> So rather than just admit, yeah, I misspoke. I yeah, I, I don't know what I was thinking there. And you're done, and you move on. I don't know why he has to do this stuff. <laughs> it's like he 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 can't admit an imperfection. Like he has to be perfect in everything. We all know he's not. He just, I guess, doesn't know that. I I don't. It's very strange. And he gets himself deeper into these weird things that just don't matter. And then people point to this and say, well, look at this guy. You can't trust him on anything. Why does he do this? Yeah, that was bizarre. When National Weather Service said, uh, Alabama will not see any impacts from Dorian. (laughs) We repeat, no impacts from Hurricane Dorian will be felt across Alabama. The system will remain too far east. I mean, yeah, and a lot of people, of course, are having fun on Twitter saying that uh, that's a federal offense to change a National Weather Service forecast. Well, it's dangerous. Then you're providing, you know, you're freaking people out in Alabama that don't need to be freaked out because they're not in the storm path. Mm-hmm. And but he insists. He says, "I know that Alabama was in the original forecast." <laughs> no. Actually, we have a better map than that which is going to be presented, where we had many lines going directly, many models, each line being a model, and they were going directly through to Alabama, he's talking about. And in all cases, Alabama was hit, if not lightly, in some cases pretty hard. They actually gave that a 95% chance probability. Uh, well, according to uh, the Weather Service, the highest probability issued for a U.S. location for Dorian has been in the 60% range, not 95%. <laughs> and they continue to maintain Alabama was never part of that. <laughs> so that's because he had to back up a tweet um, on August 28th. As you can see, almost all models predicted it go through to uh, through Florida, also hitting Georgia and Alabama. I accept the fake news apologies. <laughs> <laughs> I just did then he can't. Oh man. I don't know. I don't know. Why? But, you know, he could spare himself a lot of trouble if when he makes a mistake like that, just admits it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, just, I'm, I don't know why I put Alabama in there. I miswrote since it was a tweet, which it usually is. Uh, but but he can't for some reason. He just absolutely can't. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, um, some big news in Hong Kong. They actually withdrew the extradition bill completely now. It's great. <clears throat> Before they had just 
shelved it. Now they've announced we've withdrawn it. Hong Kong leader Carrie Lam yesterday announced the formal withdrawal of that controversial extradition bill that really plunged them into chaos for a couple of months now here. The bill would have allowed extraditions to mainland China where courts are controlled, of course, by the Communist Party, and that triggered all of this unrest. And uh, finally, they just said, okay, forget it. No, not good enough. (laughs) I wonder if that's going to be the case are they just going to continue this um and say yeah that's that's not enough anymore now we want china completely out of hong kong we want to go back with the with the brits or we want to be completely on our own yeah let's go with that last one yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> i mean the brits which is what they would do when they're going to have their next election i don't know that you want to be a part of britain and apparently the parliament has completely has blocked any of this uh, brexit stuff that johnson was they've really backed him into a corner um, so they're going to have to, I'm sure they'll have to have another election to, um, because he's going to, will he have to quit? Although he's kind of a Trump style leader. I, I wonder if he would quit like everybody else does. Yeah. People disagreed with me. So I'm going to resign. <laughs> really? You're not going to serve out the rest of your term? That nah, must be nice quit. though. That, that, that's a lot of leeway there. If you're a prime minister of Britain. Yeah. It's like, you know what? I'm good. This ah, has been yeah, a fun is, ride, but uh, I thought this—I thought I was going to enjoy this. I don't, so I'm just going to resign. I'm going to step down now, and uh, we'll just get somebody else in here. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I thought this would be more fun than it is. Uh, really not. I really don't like it. It's really not. I mean, yeah, it's really not. Ten Downing is kind of cramped. <laughs> uh, I don't like this. I thought this included, you know, Buckingham Palace. Mm-hmm. I'm really pissed off. That's not no. I got this Ten Downing Street. I thought I was going to live in the in the palace. I didn't huh. realize I had to give as many speeches to a bunch of people yelling at me in a small room either. Yeah, Boy, that's some weird stuff when they stand there and give speeches and isn't it? You it's hear chaos. All of the uh, MPs and everything. Ah, it's just incoherent yelling. Seriously, you can't make out a single word. I know. It just erupted noise every once in a while. Uh, 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Also last night, uh, they had the climate change get together, uh, the town hall on CNN. (laughs) CNN is great pushing the uh, Democrat propaganda. They're really doing a good job. They, they call Fox news like the Pravda of the United States. Mm -hmm. What are they? Unbelievable. Yeah, and in fact, they announced last night that uh, uh, they're going to do another one of these town halls for LGBTQ issues coming up on October 10th on CNN. Won't that be nice? Won't that be good? That'll be great. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. That's where we'll hear, yeah, now we've decided uh, everybody has to be gay. Wait, what? Everybody's gay. Uh, or uh, at least bi. And mm-hmm. um, you might... Or you could, yeah, not add, but or you could choose uh, to be a trans. Uh, you dabble in trans, transgendered person, or do you have to fully commit? Yeah. No, you can, you can't, you can't dabble. No, you got to go all the way. I guess kind of. So you you're either gay or you're trans, and then uh, you'll be acceptable. Otherwise, you're a hate monger and a homophobe huh. and a transphobe oh. and a xenophobe and and a phobophobe. A phobophobe. Yes, you actually fear fear itself, uh, which is what. FDR, FDR told us not to no, be I a phobophobe. Well, he said that's the only thing we had to fear was fear itself. Oh. So, 
That's right. Uh, he was right about that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So uh, Bernie, Kamala, uh, Joe, Beto, everybody got together to discuss uh, climate change and. I don't know which plan do you like the best. They're all they're so good. It's going to be really hard to choose. <laughs> really, really hard. I mean, do you go with uh, Bernie and eugenics, uh, <laughs> reducing the population? I don't know. Here's what he said. I, I think you're going to love this. You're from New Milford, Connecticut. Martha, welcome. Good evening. Hmm. Human population growth has more than doubled in the past 50 years. The planet cannot sustain this growth. I realize this is a poisonous topic for politicians, but it's crucial to face. Empowering women and educating everyone on the need to curb population growth seems a reasonable campaign to enact. Would you be Does courageous it? enough to discuss this issue and make it a key feature of a plan to address climate catastrophe? Well, Martha, the answer is yes. Martha, the answer is yes. The answer has everything answer. to do with the fact that women in the United States of America, by the way, have a right to control their own bodies. And make oh, yeah! Yeah, he brought it up. He went there. Good. And yeah, the Mexico yeah. City Agreement, uh-huh. which denies American aid to those organizations around the world mm. that, are, uh, that allow women to have abortions or even get involved uh, in birth control, to me, is totally absurd. So Are you I kidding think me? Especially in poor countries around Pause the world. Pause that for a second. It's uh, totally absurd women- not to fund other nations' abortions. Yes, correct. Especially <laughs> if you love the planet, Pat. It is absurd not to fund the abortions being done across the world. Uh, it, that's where the Democrat Party is. That's how radical and extreme and insane these people are. That's why we keep saying, wow, if any of these people get elected, look out. We're in serious, serious trouble. All right, play the rest of that. In poor countries around the world, uh, where women do not necessarily want to have large numbers of babies. And where they they can have the opportunity through birth control to control the number of kids they have. Something I very, very strongly uh, support. Support. Uh, And then the lemmings in the audience. uh, Yeah, 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 eugenics, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, let's kill babies all over the planet. It's not enough to kill them here. Let's hunt them down everywhere. <laughs> Jeez, wow. Uh, he loves babies, though. I know, you know, he uh, he showed that to us. <laughs> he showed us how much he loves babies. He was at another event. Uh, we'll get back to the climate change thing, but you got to see this with Bernie when the baby uh, speaks up and. Uh, I think was actually crying because she, the baby heard his voice. <laughs> anyway, here's here's how he showed his love. Uh, so yeah, Brian, thank you very much. Linda, thank you very much. Because it's not easy getting up in front of a TV camera. I'm talking about Brian. Did I hear you correctly say that you have to cut your pills in half? Your okay. Okay. We can keep that down a little bit. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, I mean, the camera's yeah. done. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we could keep that down a little bit. Keep that down. Yeah, okay. Let me just uh, cover this baby's mouth with my hand or a towel. Or... <laughs> right? What do you want me to do here? Keep that down. It a wasn't bit. even like a constant thing. It no, was, it was, ah! The and kid it's over. was done. Uh, keep that down a little bit. And he, what he should have said is, because he had just made the point, 
if I understand you correctly, you have to cut your pills in half. <laughs> right? And then the kid yeah. screeches. He goes, I know, it's terrible, right? And then getting back to his point. But no, it's like, could you keep that down over there? Ugh. Just, I can't stand the man. His curmudgeonness is uh, really apparent. He, he can't hide it. He's just not a good guy. I have a short fuse when it comes to OPKs, other people's kids, okay? Mm-hmm. But that was way... That's crazy. He had no... It's crazy. Ugh. Well, that's why he wants to control the baby population around the world. <laughs> Save the planet. Shut that kid up. You ever wonder why you can't seem to control your appetite? Uh, according to new research, it might not be entirely your fault. Scientists now understand it's not about willpower. It's about nature because our brains are wired for survival. They tell our bodies we need more calories, no matter how much we eat. Yeah, just give me more. My uh, tongue tells me that, too, because I just like the taste of food. Uh, so... Luckily, your body naturally produces a molecule called OEA that sends a signal to your brain that you're full, but if you're like most of us, you don't produce enough of it, so you always feel hungry. Well, there's FDA-accepted, Riduzone now, developed to provide the OEA we need to bridge that gap. We've been endorsing this for years now and, and love the fact that you love it and it works for you. Riduzone is a safe, vegetarian, and gluten-free supplement that... Simply tells your body, stop eating. You're full. So stop fighting nature and manage your hunger and your weight with Riduzone. It's America's number one weight management supplement of OEA. Use the promo code PAT and get 30% off a three-month supply. To order, go to Riduzone.com. That's R-I-D-U-Zone.com. Riduzone.com. Gray Unleashed. All right, so Bernie wants to pay for abortions all over the planet, which is great. Uh, Kamala Harris talking about banning straws last night at the climate change nightmare. Plastic straws are a big thing right now. Yeah. Do you ban plastic Uh straws? I think we should. Yes. I mean, look, I'm going to be honest. It's really difficult to drink out of a paper straw when you had, if you're just like, if you don't gulp it down immediately, it starts to bend. And and then, you know, the little thing catches it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of stupid to do that one a little bit more. So you ban it, but rely on innovation. I mean, we got it. Yeah. Innovation is, is a process. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You got the process backward, though, banning what we have that works and then uh, going to something that doesn't. <laughs> Why don't you wait till we have something that works? Wow. Make, <laughs> make, make me president and I will uh, wow. implement policies I have not thought through at all. Not at all. And uh. and we're all using research done by a nine-year-old kid <laughs> that no one has challenged. Nine-year-old kid makes a couple of calls, decides it's 500 million straws a day that are going into the dump uh okay that's just asinine there's no there's no way that's the case 500 million a day no and so everybody jumped on that bat bandwagon yeah and even so much as look into it nobody even asked the question where did that where did that figure come from doesn't matter to them they liked it so they ran with it uh and here she is on um Bringing the Green New Deal to fruition. Oh, goody. Mm -hmm. If they fail to act as president of the United States, I am prepared to get rid of the filibuster to pass a Green New Deal. Hmm. What are you 
talking about? Okay, so the President of the United right. States is going to end a senatorial He's procedure? change the rules of the Senate. Hmm. Okay, then. Yeah, that seems like that uh, interferes with the separation of powers sort of thing. So we've, we've so far hmm. today... We've banned mm-hmm. straws, plastic straws. Well, first we're going to reduce the population. Uh, oh yeah, we're so gonna, we're banning kids. It's got to be yeah, eugenics. Uh-huh. And then we, we we're banning straws. Banning filibuster. And now we're banning the filibuster. And as one of your listeners said, I can't find the tweet. Uh, uh, tonight's mm. town hall brought to you by ban deodorant because that was the theme of every person on that stage was mm. what can we ban? Nuclear, by the way. Never happening under these. Uh, oh, of that, course. Not. That was made clear last night by multiple candidates. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. then uh, Joe talks about who he takes money from because oh. that's a big, you know, the Koch brothers uh, oh, with, the, with the Republicans. They're evil and, and they're glad that one of them's dead now. Um, hopefully, David Koch willed all of his money to the Republican Party. I, I hope that's mm-hmm. what happened. I doubt it. Because uh, he doesn't agree with it. He didn't actually agree with the Republican Party on much, is the weird fact. Uh, for him to be such a boogeyman to the left, when he was actually like-minded with the left. But anyway, here's Biden and who he takes money from. Uh, I want to go to the audience. Uh, I want you to meet uh, Katie Etter from uh, Shorewood, Wisconsin. She's hey, Katie. 19 years old. She's the executive Hi, director Katie. of Future Coalition, which is helping to organize Joe's a type. youth-led global strike later this month to draw attention to the climate crisis. Katie, good for you. Oh, wow. Well, good, good, good for you. Uh, my question for you is uh-huh. older generations have continued to fail our generation by repeatedly choosing money and power over our lives and our futures. So how can we trust Shut you up. to put us, the future, over the wants of large corporations and wealthy individuals. Because I've never done it. I've never made that choice my whole career. Uh-huh. Simple. Simple. Does, does, does Ukraine come to mind for anyone at all? China? Uh, I mean, come on. Ukraine, China. He's, but he's never made that decision ever yeah. in his career. Yeah. Wow. Uh, unfortunately, we cut the clip there. But right after that question, Joe Biden got up and went over and rubbed the shoulders of 19-year-old Katie. Uh, right after that, it was an awkward moment. Boy, Katie has been indoctrinated. Yeah, she is a oh, they all, fabulous every, little leftist. Every questioner last night wow. was just oh, it was a who's who of crazy nut jobs on the left. Unbelievable. Yeah, you look at that a nineteen year old and the cocksuredness of her attitude. Man, she just knows that the older generation has been evil. And they haven't been creating a good world for her. Pathetic. Just unbelievable. Then apparently uh, uh, he had a blood vessel burst in his this head. I don't know what happened here. a scary moment. I don't have an explanation here of what happened. Uh, Biden's eye gets a little attention here yeah, because he starts bleeding, frankly. Watch this. Watch his left eye. And as he continues to talk, the guy who posted this on Twitter zooms in. Watch this. It's based on science. And look. I just, just look at all the organizations the, the mm-hmm. many of you belong to, how they've rated my plan. Mm. On balance, has been B-plus or beyond that by uh, every one of these organizations. And so the idea that, you know, you're shaking your head, no, but that's true. Oh, wow. The fact Yikes. of the matter is that yeah. we're, we're... The entire we're, we're left are. side of his left uh, eye. For you, and you're thinking, how much... Huh. That was rough. Anybody ask him about that? Hey, Joe, what happened to your eye? Yeah, I'm trying to find... Looks it. like he just got stabbed or something in his eye. And then they went to break and came back, and it was relatively fine. Really? Yeah. That's so weird. That is strange.
Yeah, let's see. Uh, all right. Then Biden uh, signed up for no fossil fuel money. He's He's got a pledge that he's not going to take any money from the big, nasty, evil, yeah. horrific oil people. They're, because they're so evil. And he's not going to accept a dime from them. Hmm. Joe, let's They've hear brought it. us to a crisis that threatens the entire human race. Now, I know that you signed the no fossil fuel money pledge, but I have to ask, how can we trust you to hold these corporations and executives accountable for their crimes against humanity? Oh, for we the know that tomorrow you are holding high dollar fundraiser hosted by Andrew Goldman, a fossil fuel executive. Oh, wow. Not a fossil fuel executive. I'm <laughs> he, he, he is not a fossil fuel executive. Uh-huh. What is he? Yeah. Is he not? Yeah, he he said that they would look into that, and uh, if if he's right, then he's not going to be a part of tonight's event. We'll see. <laughs> but basically, this guy is not, he's not a fossil fuel executive. Yeah, it's, it is. it's a long, long-winded answer, and uh, I don't know. I guess we'll find out for sure later today. Again, the kid who is asking, he's mm-hmm. early twenties, maybe. Uh, and again, their crimes against humanity. Mm-hmm. The yep. oil companies' crimes against humanity, because they they made it possible for this kid to even be at the event. <laughs> they they keep him warm in the winter and cool in the summer. They they provide the means by which his car goes down the street. Chances are, unless he's got a Tesla. Well, and even then, something powers the Tesla. Where does the electricity come from? Solar energy? No. <laughs> just oh man, well uh, they are just a generation that has completely been propagandized to death. So, so this guy, this Goldman, they're talking mm-hmm. about. He's a mm-hmm. co-founder of a company. Let's see here. Um, in a 2018 filing in Canada, Goldman is described as part of the company's senior management team. A uh, long-term investor in the liquefied, which is a, a long-term investor in the liquefied natural gas sector. Uh-oh! That's what the filing says. So then Joe better not be at the event tonight. <laughs> liquefied natural gas? Biden says he's going to look into the role that Goldman That's great. plays as advisor. To the, okay. Jeez. <laughs> we'll see. It's going to be fun tonight. And natural gas, so clean burning. Right. I mean, that's the other thing. They, natural no gas, no compromise, no compromise. No, nope. And the answer, I believe it was um, uh, Elizabeth Warren, because everybody was against nuke, uh, nuclear energy last night. Uh, Warren, um, which is asinine. Uh, Sanders, and everybody knows it. Yeah, it's asinine. But I love how Warren said, and you know how we're going to avoid the uh, nuclear? Just renewable energy. Oh, yeah, we're going to have windmills everywhere to make up for a, the capabilities of a nuclear power plant? Good luck with that. Okay. Good and nobody's stuff. against renewable energy. No one. No one on this planet says, hey, I don't want anything renewable. What we want is something that actually works and will power the country and will continue to provide us with the lifestyle that we are, we're living or, or one that's better than that. Nobody wants to go backward. That's the thing. I don't want to go back. Nobody wants to to become a second or third world country. So come up with something. I wouldn't be opposed to it. Why would you be? If it works, that's awesome. And we'd all love that. 
We just haven't found anything yet that can totally replace natural gas and oil. And by the way, those are also renewable, in my opinion. There's some naturally occurring goo that's happening in the, in the, under the ground. We don't know what it is yet, but it's not fossil fuel. I love this. Can, can, you, can we get government money for a study? I'd love to, To yeah. prove this? I, I wish we could. You can get government studies wish for, you know, the mating habits of, like, uh, I don't know, uh, underwater mm-hmm. gerbils or whatever. Cave-dwelling Paiute trout. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not this. No. And someday someday we will prove it. Someday it will be proven. And you, and we'll say, eh, see? Mm-hmm. That's great. Shouldn't have been bitching about it all the time. <laughs> it's, it's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. It is renewable. Shut up. <laughs> Let me tell you about home title lock. This is something that could save your home. Um, most of us have equity in our homes, hundreds or maybe even thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars in equity, but it can be stolen right out from underneath you. Thieves forge a few documents, make it look like at least you sold them to your home, and then they go to another bank and take out a loan against your equity till it's all used up. There's no bank or identity theft program that can protect you, just home title lock. They'll put a firewall <clears throat> around your home's online title and mortgage. Protect your most valuable asset from equity thieves. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, enter your address, see if you might already be compromised, and register now for 60 risk-free days of protection at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Every year, for some reason, no one knows why or how this ever began, Uh, but we do this weird over-under thing. It's a Keith Uh, thing. Huh? It's a Keith thing. It's a Keith Thing? Really? Did this originate with you, Keith? Where we mm, do the over-under picks? I think that you or did guys... it start with Stu? Yeah, I, think I believe it was mine. I believe it was probably Stu's. Can we turn on Stu's microphone? I don't, I don't want it on. <laughs> well, that's a good you're, idea. You're, you're getting your wish so far. <laughs> so that's great. Can uh, Yes. Uh, so we got the over-under thing. We, we're going with uh, Vegas's uh, line on this, I assume, where, you know, the... I mean, you can't win half a game. So that's how right. they get you every right. single time. Like, for instance, New England, 11.5. They can't win 11.5 games. I know. That's how I lost with them last year, too. Is it? Yeah. It was the point five. What did they win last year? 11? Yeah. 11 and 5, right? So were they at 11.5? Yeah. <laughs> and that's where they are again. Yeah, of course. So. See how that works? Yeah. So they get you every time. Uh, you can't win against the house. Anyway, uh, we're going to pick our. Uh, we're going to make our picks on the teams that we think will be over their line or under their line, and then at the end of the season, we add it all up, see who wins. Yay. Whoever loses takes everybody else. And you took us out, out to, to lunch, lunch last year. Yes, I did. Uh, thank you. It's supposed to be yeah. a month uh, worth of lunches. Um, but no, but we, it's whatever. either a jokey thing where you bring in ramen yeah. noodles, or you actually have a g- hmm. one good. You know, delicious. That's a jokey meal. thing. Yeah, ramen noodles. It, it sure Excellent. is. That was a good <laughs> job with that. <laughs> you, I love your promotion of this segment. First of all, uh-huh. you like just denied all knowledge of it, and, and I did. You wanted to do it. Yes. Now the it's entire right. payoff, you're just demeaning and saying it's terrible. <laughs> so yeah, that's what we're doing today. Thanks for joining yeah. us. I'm well, they, I got up an they, hour early. The, it was the listeners that insisted we do it. Okay. Um, so yeah. 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 70 to 30. They know I'm doing it mm-hmm. against my will anyway. Wow. <laughs> so do we want to, uh, Candace? Uh, okay, so we're going to pick, uh, yeah. and we do the snaking thing. What is it called? Snake draft. Snake draft. Snake Let's draft. Let, let Candace. Uh, oh, I guess oh. Pat's going to. Right, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, yeah. Candace. No, we, we brought in another. Mm-hmm. 
You need multiple experts for this. And I pick first. Oh, oh Pat, Pat picks first. I believe that's a first. Okay. Good, I, I pick so. first. I think it is. All right, so who is it? Uh, nice. Okay. So gonna, Pat picks first. Who's going to pick second here? We'll find out here. Just uh, So, Keith, how'd you get out of running the board today? Because my handwriting, uh, I thought you would appreciate nice. this. Jeffy is number two. The way this goes is uh, you go around once uh, the way it's yep. Snake outlined here, and then you start with the end. Yeah, right? so whoever start picks the last, last in person the first round picks, picks first, first in the next second. round. Stu wow. is number three. Oh, wow. nice. Being in the middle is actually probably the worst in this <laughs> particular draft, isn't it? In a snake draft? Make sure my, you don't is my be name in the even in the box? Did Jeffy take it out of there? What? If you're... Uh, okay. Okay. Oh, no. And it, now it, Keith and uh-huh. Jeff Jeffy's. Okay. And we All did right. tweet out this morning uh, at Pat Unleashed. If you'd mm-hmm. like to uh, look at the over unders and kind of make your picks, follow along here uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, All right. So I start. Yeah, man. So oh, how many? How many do we want to do? By the way. So I think we did three, and then a challenge, wasn't it? Yeah. Is that what we did? Well, I think we keep trimming. I think back. we did four in a challenge. Four in a challenge. Sorry, four in yeah. a challenge. Okay. So, with my first uh, pick, I'm going to uh, go with. I'm not going to do Green Bay because I've lost with them every single time. They have let me down. Every You're single time. Gonna go so I'm going with the guy. Keith Malinak thing and leaving my team alone. <laughs> I'm just go. not going to do it. And I think you do that too, don't I you? I go actually against You my go team. against <laughs> them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think and then if it turns year. out better, it's still good for you. Exactly. Which is not a bad idea. <laughs> it's called hedging my life. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go Kansas City over 10.5. Okay. I think they'll win 11. So Ooh, just do KC 10.5 and then put an O for over? Love that pick. That's I would have gone there as well. I'm yep. totally on the yep. bandwagon. Uh, he's so good. Mahomes well. is so good. They're so good. They have so much talent. Oh I, my you know. gosh! I don't just know how you up, stop them. And not then, only did they get Tariq Hill back despite his little issues, <laughs> <laughs> but they also added to that speed with a couple other guys that are like almost as fast as he is. Yeah, and then like a week yeah. before the season, like how about Lashawn McCoy? Let's just get him on the team. Right? Like, all right, no. uh, okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, fun. there's not enough talent here. Let's, no, <laughs> let's go ahead and make this an all-star team. <laughs> okay, all right. so, so Jeffy, uh, <clears throat> I mean, it's tough. I was talking to someone the other day about Seattle, and so I'm going to pick them for over eight and a half. <laughs> Wow, the analysis. I'm overwhelmed. Because he talked with somebody about it. Yeah, I talked to somebody about it. (laughs) That's my pick. All I know is the last couple years I haven't lost uh, Pat Gray. That is really Jeffy's goal Mm -hmm. here. So... uh, It's, yeah, it's not just to win. not to just win. don't lose. <laughs> just stay don't right lose. in the middle of the don't pack. Don't lose. I get a free meal out of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stu. Um, <clears throat> I uh, I'm totally on the hype train when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs. I am there. I am fully on. But I'm going to get off the hype train of another team. I'm going to go under with the Cleveland Browns at nine oh. and a half. Oh yeah! Everybody oh. loves the Browns <clears throat> this sure year. Do. They're like a mega. Every, you know, everyone wants to be on I that bandwagon. Them. I do. They got a lot of <laughs> I talent. Am. I know that's your boy. I love Baker Mayfield, man. I just love that kid. My thing here is that they have a lot of uh, high-profile sort of talent, but mm. I don't know that that roster is actually uh, as dense as you'd want it to be to make a Super Bowl run. Mm-hmm. They still have to deal two games against the Pittsburgh Steelers, which are not going to be easy. Yeah. I, uh, you know, look. They also have uh, a couple of easy games on the schedule, but. Nine and a half is a lot. I mean, to go to ten and six, they won seven games last year. I'm going Cleveland under nine and a half. Okay. All right. Uh, Two in a row here for Keith. Here. Yeah, my my Super Bowl is Kansas City over Chicago, so I'm taking Chicago over nine and a half wins. 
Uh, <coughs> there you go. All right. So I'll take that one. Go. And then my. Uh, can we can we take a moment here? Can you please, Rob, put up the uh, calendar of the Miami Dolphins this year? Somebody posted this on Twitter yesterday. It went viral. Um, it's so sad. The 2019 Miami Dolphins calendar um, that shows that the majority of the team no longer with them. Uh, <laughs> the players. Um, they have four oh, months, funny. five Look months left. Uh, <laughs> somebody still on the team. Wow. <laughs> it's a rebuilding decade for the Dolphins. I'm going to go Miami under 4.5. And they just flat out cut Kiko Alonso, didn't they? Guys, in, like a Pro Bowl player for almost all his career. Did they, they cut him or are they tra- they're, they're talking about trading him? I think they cut him. Yeah, maybe they cut him. Yeah, I it's, think they just got rid of him. So many of these decisions are just made because of money. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, you, yeah, you know, definitely. Look, I don't know that LaShawn McCoy should have been released, but when he was making $9.7 million off of a previous contract, he gets released. Yeah. Um, All right, so you did two already, right? Yep. So now we go to Stu. Oh, yeah, it goes the other way. Okay. I, I'm going to go a little bit into... Um, look, this is a this is a terrible football division. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the worst division, in my estimation, in, uh, in the National Football League. And there's one team who wins it every year. I know and it's exactly a tight one. And I, I, again, could they go 11-5 and five again? Absolutely. I know. But, I mean, you look at their first seven games. Are you doing New England? I'm going to be shocked to see that New England is not. I at was going to do that too. Six Dang. and one, if not seven and zero, oh after seven games, and then then you're really close. So I'm going New England over eleven point five. Uh, look, you know they do this every year. Mm-hmm, one of these sure years, Tom, Tom Brady is going to disintegrate into a pile of dust on the field, <laughs> and it'll be over. But for right mm-hmm. now, he's still there. He's still mm-hmm. I, 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 he's still eating like vitamins. And, sure and grain, jumping I think. off cliffs. I don't know surviving. what he's doing. He's, they still have a lot of talent. Yeah, they still have a lot they of really talent. They, in fact, a lot. I mean, offensively, a lot. Maybe even more talent this year with Josh Gordon if he's healthy and and not you know. And Gronkowski's not, not already <laughs> talking about coming back. Yeah, did you see him though? He looks like he weighs 115 pounds. I, know. I don't think he's coming back. Yeah. I know he's uh, like 20 pounds lighter than yeah. when he played already. Yeah, he looks so. a lot lighter. So anyway, I think New England. Uh, you know. The schedule just works out well. You've got two games against the Jets, two games against the Dolphins, uh, and two games against the Bills. If they don't go five and one out of that six, I'm going to be surprised. So mm-hmm. New England over eleven and a half. All right. All right. So then uh, I'm going to go with our boys, the hometown Dallas Cowboys. They just uh, signed signed uh, got Zeke on board for the season. Uh, says here nine nine and a half. They go over that. They're going to win at least ten games. Okay. Ugh, I hope you're wrong on that one. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I would challenge that, but that it's another hedging my life violation. <laughs> so uh, we go to Pat now for two picks here in the okay, second now, round. Can you only go the opposite of what somebody picked in the challenge round? Like if somebody picked a team already no, and no. they picked them over, you, can you? Pick I think under? you can do more than one that. challenge if yeah. you want. They just okay. have to. You have to at least have one. I'm going to go Cleveland over nine and a half. You're on the train. Yeah, I'm you on the train. You are on the hype train. I really am. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. Yeah. I would have taken that. Uh, that was going to be my challenge. I just like Baker Mayfield, and I really like the fact that he's got Odell Beckham Jr. now. Jeez, that's... It's got a first-year wow. coach who's never really done much of anything. True. Again, last year, yeah. you look at that. Yes, they had a decent offense, but he, he, the guy, you know, it was Greg Williams who was the head coach of that team that mm-hmm. won all those games at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I... I 
I wouldn't be stunned if I'm wrong on Cleveland, but man, I just feel like there's so much hype. There is. I mean, I don't know. There is. It's, 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 it's but extensive. I'm on board with it. All right. So we'll see. I'll probably be buying lunch for everybody again. The end of the year, but <laughs> third round pick for Pat Gray. Here. All right. My third round pick will be uh, Jacksonville under eight and a half. Mm. Oh, that's good. Not on the Nick Foles mm-hmm. train. Uh, I, now, of course, Nick Foles, Philadelphia Eagles legend. Um, I am, he kind of is a legend. Oh, he totally yes. is. I, again, this guy could go join ISIS tomorrow, and I would still love him. I don't care. I'd be like, ah, you know what? I, maybe ISIS has some points. I don't know. Um, Something I, to look into. It is, right. I mean, why just if dismiss Scott it? If Scott is sold, then maybe I should at least do some investigating. But, uh, I mean, you know, that team... Ha- Look, the team almost went to the Super Bowl the year before last. Yeah. Right? Um, they have, uh, you know, everyone, and I kind of got on the uh, on board with this, that the reason why they looked so bad last year is because Blake Bortles is just not a very good quarterback. Uh, so Foles should improve that. He's not the greatest quarterback in, in the league, but uh, he's he, he's very calm and he mm-hmm. can do it. So, I don't know. Eight and a half is right around there. It's a good number. It's a good number. I can see them I, going eight and eight. I can see them going nine and seven. Do but, I pick again already? No, no, no. Okay, I got to do this. I gotta, yeah, yeah, we'll take about sixty seconds while I tell you about Mercury uh, Real Estate. Realestateagentsitrust.com. There's a thousand active agents in this network, with over a, uh, another five thousand who are on a waiting list, and that's because it's such a desirable network to be a part of. And these agents are really closely vetted. We make sure that these are agents with really good track records, with really good marketing plans. Uh, they return your phone calls. They're not just going to say, okay, let's do another open house so that you can vacate your home for the whole weekend and keep it immaculate every single minute. You don't have to do any of that with realestateagentsitrust.com. And the other great thing I love about them is that they're fans of the show. So you're going to have a lot in common with them right from the beginning. Selling or buying a home is really a tough process, and you want to get the most out of it. I mean, let's face it. It's your biggest investment in your life. So you want to make sure it goes really well. Uh, go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Third round picks here. Uh, we are up to or down to, I guess, Jeffy. I don't know. I just I mix up my uh, intentions um, sometimes. I'm going to go with Green Bay uh, under nine and a half. Are I just you now? feel like I think they could probably you know they'll win nine games and maybe get in the playoffs. <laughs> maybe, but, uh, maybe, but I, I don't know. I'm not I, that I very. So, I'm not very sold on him. I, they got rid of everybody and, who's good and. Aaron Rodgers, I'd like to see win about five games, and <laughs> he's hard to like at times. Man. He sure he is, is hard yeah. to like. Uh, he, really he really is. is. I mean, did you see the story of him? Who, who he was uh, pretty religious, and then was won over to not having religion <laughs> from a pastor. Oh my gosh! Which is like that is really. I don't think you're a very good pastor if you're winning people over against religion. <laughs> wow. Like that feels no. weird. I don't I know. I mean, that. it's like if you're a salesman, you're like you know for for Tropicana, and you're like you know what Minute Maid has really got it down. You got to go with <laughs> Minute go Maid when you want your orange juice. It just seems weird. He's a he's a weird dude. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah, but he's a great quarterback. There's yeah. no doubt about it. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like you're, when your goal in these things is you want to see a team. That's going to be nowhere near that number, right? Like you're trying mm-hmm. to predict not a number about half a game off. You're trying to pick one that's five, six games off. You think you've I know. outsmarted the system? Yeah. Green Bay, you just feel like I can't. Are they going to have two two down years like that in a row? I don't know. I they don't know. could, but it's, it's yeah. I mean, they could. 
They um, don't have Randall Cobb anymore. They, you know, they got rid of Jordy a, a year and a half ago. You're still mad about it's that. Like I'm still pissed off about that. <laughs> and it hurt him. Yeah, it did. It hurt him. All right, uh, I'm up next, third round pick, and I'm going to go, and certainly not just to kiss up to the old school audience, but I'm going to go. Because no. I don't do those sorts of things. No, I know. I'm not the type of person who's Far just going to jump you. in there and just try to like get the old old school audience pumped up. <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah, over six and a I, half. I almost did. That was almost my pick here. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I, I, I go with my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look, I'm them. a Bruce Arians fan. I love them. Uh, I am know, too. I like they've it. They've got a lot of talent on that team, and I think, yeah. I think we might learn after this I year that there was a, a coaching issue there the past few. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't think they're a great team, but can they win seven games? Can they win eight games? I think the yeah. answer to that is yes. I think they're going to be competitive. They should still they should put up a lot of points this year. Um, there's a lot of offense Just on that team. Just don't like Jameis Winston. I don't either. Don't I don't like either. No, but I like, that's why I went with uh, Green Bay instead of uh, – because I, I think I don't like Aaron more than I don't like Jameis. <laughs> <laughs> really? Do I have to wait until the last round to do my challenge, or could I do it early? I mean, we usually uh, would do a challenge all the last round. Yeah, last round. Yeah. You can do more than don't one Don't rock challenge. the boat, man. I think, don't rock the boat. I think last year we screwed up. Don't tip the boat over. Don't don't rock the boat. Don't tip the boat over, baby. I'm waiting to see how long y'all are going to go. Uh, Houston, uh, I'm going to say over eight and a half. Um, okay. They're going to win that division easily. and uh, I think so, too. Then they have no draft picks after this year, so it's over. They either do it now or never. It's a bit of a one-year run here they're attempting. <laughs> I like the play, though. I mean... Yeah. It's smart. You go, go, go for it. You just got to mm-hmm. go for it. When you have, this is a new thing in the NFL, which is if your team, if you have a, a quarterback that you think is a franchise quarterback and they are on their rookie salary, you just dump it and go for everything if they're good enough to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Because you have a very small window until these guys start making $35 million a year and you can't afford any players. Right. So go for it. Mm. All right. All right. And so my next pick, uh, I'm feeling it for the Jets this year. They're going to be decent. They're going to be over seven and a half wins. I think Bell's got to help them, right? You, you would think. You'd think. With a running <laughs> game and their franchise quarterback in place, something good would happen for them. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I hope it, not. I hate the Jets, but. <laughs> one of those we'll teams in that division has to win eight games. Yeah. I mean, I, other than the Patriots. And mm-hmm. that's, the, that's why I love the Patriots so much is because, I mean, the, t- the division is not good. But I think you're right. If I were to pick one, I think the Jets are the team I would pick out of that. Because, I mean, we all know it's not going to be Miami, unfortunately. And I have a ticket in Vegas that right. says the Jets better do well. Oh, <laughs> that's always important. Um, all right, I am. Hmm, we're getting down here now. This is uh, all right. I'm gonna oh, go. No. I want to see it happen, and I don't think I've ever seen a number this low. So I'm gonna go Arizona Cardinals oh, okay. above four ah, and a half. I, I was know. gonna do that too. I, I know. wanted that one. <laughs> Four and a half I'm is a really I'm not that sold on Kyler Murray as an NFL quarterback at five foot two. I whatever he's just talking about that. Today. I'm just not that sold on him. And their coach was like three and nine at Texas Tech. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know yeah. how this is going to happen. That was the weirdest choice I've ever seen. I know, and it's you know, look. I'm hey, not, let's go with a really bad college quarterback and bring him into the NFL. Yeah, I bet he does better there. Yeah, <laughs> but really, I Sean, will say Sean McVay factor. Yeah, I mean, look, the team should be a little bit. The team was. 
uh, universally horrible last year when it comes to the worst yeah, offensive team in, in of many years, actually, in the NFL. Yeah, uh, this year they're going to bring in, they've got, uh, they do have a lot of talent as far as uh, offense that they've brought in. Line's very questionable, but he's mobile. Can you get to five or six wins? I think the answer to that is probably yes. But four and a half is legitimately the lowest number I've ever seen in any yeah. of the years we've done this. And two teams have it this year. Miami and Arizona are at four and a half. All, uh, and Arizona probably has a better chance. And Miami's given up on their calendar already. So Can I they get Arizona to over four and a half. Can they get to five? <laughs> you would think the answer is yes. I know. Think. That's why I'm going to go with my man John Gruden. Um, mm. Six and a half. Right? They've got to win seven. I gotta win at least seven, right? Well, you hope so when you're paying <laughs> yeah, your coach so ten you million asking? a year. I have to. Yeah, I figured that. That is Jeffy's over. analysis on I every one of these picks every year. Which is like, take the number that's a half number, <laughs> say they have to go over or that. under it, and, and then, then ask say it as a right. question. <laughs> say the word right. Yep. Uh-huh. Right. All right. Uh, let's see. We're probably only going to get the first four rounds, and then we'll do the challenge when we come back. Do you have time to hang yeah, out for sure. one minute or so afterward? Uh, I think I'll go with. Um, hey, I just had it in my head, and now I can't remember what I was going to. I'm going to say uh, Indianapolis under seven five. Oh wow, seven point five, because they're. Yeah. I think they're in disarray now. <laughs> they sure are. It, uh, yeah, Jacoby Brissett is not a bad quarterback, but I don't know that he's ready to take the reins. So we'll see. So there you go. Okay, uh, we'll finish this up with the challenge round uh, coming up in just a few minutes on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, it's our annual over-under picks in the uh, NFL, and uh, there's a huge payoff at the end of this where somebody, oh, yeah. whoever loses this, has to buy uh, lunch for everybody else for a month, and mm-hmm. so nobody wants to lose. That was a much Correct. better sell than the first one. Wasn't it? Yeah, like that. Yeah, now I'm like, oh my god, there's a lot on the line. Yeah, right. There's a lot on the line here. <laughs> so we're at the challenge round now. We've done the uh, the first four picks, and now we always challenge uh, somebody at the end, just in case there's a tie. We've got a tiebreaker. Uh, so I'm going to have to take uh, Green Bay over. I'll challenge Jeffy on that. Green Bay over nine point five. I was going to do, even that. though I, was... I don't really feel good about that. But yes, yeah, I don't know who else to. I'm, I was going to challenge myself, so I get at least one right. <laughs> <laughs> can we? Can we all do that? Can we just all just do no, challenge against that's ourselves? That's why I didn't do it. Oh, okay. All right, Jeffy. Who do you want to challenge? <laughs> um, I'm going to challenge um, New England. Stu, mm. eleven oh, yeah. and a half. Yeah, maybe um, this is the year they, they implode. I, I well, and plus last year they they really they screwed me with the eleven and a half because they won eleven and I had them for over. So I want them I want them to do the same thing this year. Okay. I mean that, this this schedule though. I mean they just they play nobody I in the know, division. I They've know. got a lot of other outside easy games. Yeah. But they, even with all the horse grain that Brady is eating, I mean he could go down. <laughs> yeah, horse grain. <laughs> uh, that is that is his entire diet. Uh, TV twelve is horse grain. That's. Um, okay, so I uh, looking for the challenge here. Um, it's tough. These are th- there's some good picks on the board. I am going to, um, however, go after where is it uh, Keith and go Chicago under nine and a Ooh. half. This division is tree. brutal, man. Mm-hmm. You've got Green Bay, yeah. you've got Minnesota, and I actually really I like Detroit a little bit this year. 
Um, but in this division, <laughs> it's difficult. I mean, it is. so it's, it's, it's another year. ticket I have in Vegas. Minnesota, nine and a half. Uh, Minnesota's a great team. Yeah, I mean, like Minnesota, like is a you know they did they just missed the playoffs last year. The year before that, they made you know they were the mm-hmm. best team in the league except for you know the Philadelphia Football Eagles, who of course won the Super Bowl <laughs> uh, that particular year. Um, but I mean, and then you have Green Bay, who I mean, you know, to, could easily see a win from Green Bay tonight. I think mm-hmm. uh, so. Chicago under nine and a half wins. For my challenge against Keith. Okay. All right, okay. Keith. Uh, oh, this will be fun because I can also root against Tampa Bay in the process. I'm going to challenge Stu's uh, <laughs> six and a half over. I'm going to go uh, Tampa Bay under six and a half wins. Oh, see that hurts. I've got to root for my Buccaneers, man. Yeah, I mean, look. You I, always yeah. pick them and you're always wrong. Uh, like yeah, but I didn't on. pick them this year. Stu beat yeah. me to the punch uh-huh. on Tampa Bay. Uh, have I, I not them. been wrong every single year about Green Bay over? I, I think I, I have. It feels like I, I think they let me down. Every year. And yet I did it again. Why? <laughs> when will I learn? Wow. When? You waited till the challenge this year, though. <laughs> I did. That's yes. the problem, though. It's double punishment, right? <laughs> like, right. if they don't get nine and a half wins, you lose this, and you're disappointed in the season. It's Yes. Right. I thought this one is. of you guys would challenge me. Uh, you're talking during the break. Miami. Uh, Nobody uh, picked Miami to go over four and a half wins? No. no I think Miami is tanking. their calendar? Miami is tanking. Arizona is not. That's, I think, the difference between the four and a half teams. Like, right. Arizona is going to, if they, if Arizona goes in there and they win two games and uh, th- then they're firing a coach again, probably, like, this is, could be a huge disaster. Miami mm-hmm. can do anything this year. They could go 0 and 16 and not fire people. Like, they are, right. yeah. they are, Nobody they are telling you they're going to try to lose. <laughs> right. right. Like, they are announcing it in advance. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we, don't root for us this year. Just take a year take off. Take a year off. We'll okay. see you next year. We barely want to show up for the games. <laughs> in fact, we're thinking of canceling the season. Just give a forfeit to 15 other teams. They already canceled uh, the calendar. <laughs> All right. Uh, so there you have it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel there about my it. picks. I, I, I'm I not know. either. Both Tampa Bay and Arizona, I'm very iffy on going mm-hmm. over. Um, I, I, I know. you know, I Cle- I'm pretty feel pretty pretty good about New England, Cleveland. I kind of just like because it's against the grain, and the Chicago. I mean, look, these teams do even good teams. It's tough to to win twelve and thirteen games yeah. in in multiple seasons Definitely in a row is. unless you're yeah. New England, right? Uh, so <laughs> yeah. I, I think Chicago could fall under a nine and a half. I, I just watched a thing on New England on the NFL Network last night, and they were all whining and moaning about nobody expected us to be here. Stop <laughs> pretending like you're victims. Yeah. You won six Super Bowls in like the last five years. Oh, that one Shut is up. intolerable. <laughs> I have a, a friend nobody of mine. Nobody ever oh. expected us to be there. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I was talking to a friend of mine who's a Patriots fan. And he's like, yeah, look, just, no one expected this to happen. And it's just amazing. I'm like... What are you talking about? I go, I was so annoyed at the yes! point that I went back. I'm like, first of all, they are the automatic favorites every year, every year? until yeah. it's disproven, right? Like, yeah. they automatically and they should are. be. And they should be. And then you go, so I got, we kept going back and forth. I got so annoyed. I went back and looked <laughs> at the Vegas odds at the beginning of the season. They were the consensus favorite to win yeah. the Super Bowl right. because, you know, right. it's the NFL and they're always the consensus favorite. Yes. If you had to pick one that's not New England to win the Super Bowl this year who is it kansas city for me it's kansas yeah. city too me too i mean they mm-hmm. should have been there last year it got, yeah. they got yeah, a guy who lines been. up off sides inexplicably oh, or they'd be so they would have won it last year yeah that should have been kc versus new, new orleans. orleans and what a super bowl that would have been, been a great super bowl yeah. it wouldn't have been 13 to 3 <laughs> and I'll then tell they you that. screwed us into that terrible patriots rams game oh, that man. was a disaster and that right. that rams saints game gave us this stupid replay yeah. thing on the on a <laughs> on a, a pass interference call so we're going to have to suffer through that all year yeah 
all year. Uh, and know, it's never going to be overturned. You know uh, David Harris Jr.? He's been in here a bunch of times. He's yeah. been on News & Why Matters yeah. with us and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, he, yesterday we were off the air on that show talking about the NFL and all our teams. And we went around the table and, and we were like, what team What team do you like? I can't remember. He was from California, so he likes some California team. Uh, he's like, but I stopped watching uh, when they started kneeling. I'm like, you're the one? Wow. Wow, we found someone. Wow, Because a really? lot of people said they were going to do that. Yes, and he they is did. A, now, I don't know if he was really a big fan or not. Wow. Uh, but uh, he's like, well, maybe I'll like the Cowboys because the Cowboys never knelt. And it's true. They, the Cowboys yeah, they held, handled that pretty well. Yeah. Which was a terrible moment in my life because I had to say, yeah, the Cowboys handled it pretty well. Because Jerry Jones <laughs> said, look, we, we're not going to kneel. No. Okay? You want to play for me? Yeah. You're not going to kneel. Yeah. And, and he cut with him arm and arm. And we done. see as a so spine of steel after this Ezekiel Elliott uh, <laughs> negotiation. You knew that was That's a really good point. Wait, yes. wait a minute. It was pathetic. Pathetic. That's his deal. What's his deal? To come out and talk tough and then give him everything he wants despite yes. the fact that he like can't even he can't That's, go three weeks without being arrested? Most, he's got the Zeke most valuable. Who? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh. The Zeke you gave $105 million to. Yeah. That one maybe? That's why he's got the most valuable franchise in NFL maybe. I'll say this too. Like, is there not? I notice this more and more. I think because with Donald Trump as president in the United States, and you watch his character traits, you realize Mm -hmm. how many Donald Trumps there are out there. Oh yeah, and Jerry Jones is one of them. He's out there. He's talking tough all the time. Whether he wins or loses the negotiation, he always acts like he wins the negotiation. (laughs) Yes, right. Like he came out and talked (laughs) trash to them and just gave him everything he wanted. Yeah, like there's just so much bluster and hype. And at the end of the day, like he does some really good things and some things that aren't so great. Like. And right. they, but the attitude never changes. The, <laughs> the attitude, attitude is, is the same thing. I don't bend. <laughs> I never bend. <laughs> Except when you do. <laughs> Here's a trillion dollars. I mean, Dak, Dak, Dak Prescott is going to like get the half of the oh, state yeah. of Texas in yeah, this next yeah. deal. Yeah. If you're going to give this to Ezekiel Elliott, it's oh, amazing. Yeah. He's already, Jerry's already admitted that. I mean, he was like, Zeke is a very integral part of our team. But hey, don't forget Dak and, and uh, uh, the rest of Cooper, Amari Cooper, they're integral parts too. And we're going to get how, with them soon. How are they going to sign all these guys? I just here's my thing mm. as a, as a Philadelphia Eagles fan, I, you know I don't like to give advice to the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> but you should sign Dak Prescott to a very long deal. Oh, yeah. Pay him whatever he wants. You need him. Forty million a year you if you want him. Yeah. And yeah, you know yeah. who else you need? Jason Garrett, fifty year contract, <laughs> oh, I know. ten million a year. <laughs> the guy who's has he ever been to the playoffs? Yeah, <laughs> last year playoffs? he made it. Oh, that's right. He yeah. Did. yeah, I think twice yes, he's he made it, and that's he went right. eight and eight like every other year. Yeah, <laughs> man. All right. Hey, uh, thanks, dude. Thanks, thanks for, for having me here. on. This was I, fun. I understand you're going to, on to do something else this morning. What else? Not, not that I know no? of. Okay, no. all right. No, not so that this I know. Going on? You're going yeah. home. Yeah, going home. Going, going to, to bed. Head home. Yeah, okay. I was, it would have been nice if you. And yeah, we could have done this at another time. Maybe taped it. <laughs> yeah, no. in the afternoon. No, but, uh, I'm not like getting up early for you guys. All right, thanks, dude. Uh, appreciate it. Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. Um, imagine a world where Antifa's violent agenda spreads across the country with innocent bystanders and reporters beaten, like in Portland. Uh, This is what happens when good people look the other way. Not everybody is equipped to take on these uh, violent hypocrites, but you can stand up in other ways, like, I don't know, supporting causes and candidates and companies who fight back on your behalf. Patriot Mobile was created to give conservatives like you a voice, both literally and in preserving our great country. So while the big mobile companies all subsidize leftist causes that erode every value we have as Americans... Patriot Mobile is the only cell phone company donating to the causes you believe in. And they have plans starting as low as 25 bucks. <clears throat> Everybody else has plans starting as low as 35 or 45. You get it at 25 bucks with Patriot Mobile. And you get the same nationwide service 
the U.S.-based customer service. So <clears throat> that's why we made the switch here at the Blaze, and so have thousands of other patriots like you. And right now, you get the Moto Z3 Play for only five bucks a month. That includes a six-inch screen, the expandable storage, and high-quality camera, a lot more. And it's easy to switch. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash blaze, select your plan, and save 180 bucks on the new phone. Supplies are limited, so you got to hurry. Patriotmobile.com slash blaze. That's patriotmobile.com slash blaze. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Point of personal privilege. Yes, go ahead. Please do not use gendered language to, to address right. everyone. Okay, thank you. Thank you for that important reminder. Okay. Just a nice little point of personal privilege there. If, if you could, please. Yeah. Please don't use gender language. I will do my best. No promises. I'm just, you know. <sighs> Try hard. I've, please. I've been As indoctrinated. A point, just a point mm-hmm. of personal privilege. I've been indoctrinated. <laughs> yeah, I know. By the English language. Yeah, I know it. For so long now. Yeah, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. But as he said. Point of personal privilege. Just, okay, yes. Go ahead. Please do mm-hmm. not use gendered <laughs> language to, I know you, to address everyone. You just said that, and, and we're trying, okay? Okay. So, all right. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she, she's like, uh, okay. Uh, okay, please don't hit me. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, all right. All right. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, we got the um, uh, more on Trivia Ready M tweets, Bernie's curmudgeonly personality. Makes uh, Pat look like the gadfly of the neighborhood. <laughs> well, you are the gadfly of the neighborhood. I am. I compared to Bernie or not, I just am. You just, I mean, you I are. just, I can't help but just go and spread sunshine everywhere to my, all my neighbors. It's, 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 I just can't help it. Uh, semi-automatic <laughs> assault finger tweets: uh, Most old curmudgeons want kids to stay off their lawns. Bernie wants all kids to stay off his planet. <laughs> Mm, yes. From the uh, real Tyler Morgan. Joe Biden burst a blood vessel? Did he attempt to have a coherent thought? Hmm, maybe that's what it was. That uh, could be. And from A.B. What's-Her-Face, is it possible that Biden has just been embalmed? Wow, that's actually... <laughs> that may be We hadn't answer. considered that, but <laughs> maybe. All right, back to finish up. I think we just have Beto to finish up on, right? With the uh, with the incredible climate change town hall last night on CNN. So good. I think we're all edified and instructed. And I think we all feel better about ourselves and the planet and the direction we're headed as a country now. It literally made me ill. Oh, my God. Watching this last night. So bad. They're such liars. And they know it. They don't. Don't even think that they actually believe that the planet is in catastrophic climate change mode because they know better. If you're, I mean, all science points to the fact that this has happened a thousand times on this planet. More than that. You know, if you go with the 4.5 billion year old theory, how many times has climate change happened here? I mean, much more significant than this. A million times? I'll bet it has. I'll bet it's more than a million. It happens over and over and over and over again, and humans cannot control the climate. It's just, it's asinine. But Beto wants to bring about the New Deal. Uh, and Finally, I want to ask Here you. it is. The biggest personal sacrifice that you're asking quickly, if you can, that you're asking Americans to make to solve this climate crisis. 
I'm asking Americans to make this our priority as a country. One of the reasons I love the framing of the Green New Deal is it uses some of the language that we might associate with the way that we met the response of Nazi Germany oh, in World War II. All of this country coming together with a singular focus of making sure that we overcome what was at that time Put your an hand existential down and threat shut up. to this country and mm-hmm. to our democracy. Mm-hmm. And by the way, lifting millions of people out of poverty and creating what was at the time the world's greatest middle class, creating the world's greatest mm-hmm. country in the process. We call them now the greatest generation. That could be our opportunity right here in 2019 and in this election that will decide in 2020. I know Americans are up to the challenge because I've been listening to Americans all across this country. We just need leadership that reflects that opportunity, that ambition, our aspirations, and the hard work, the commitment, and the ingenuity that we'll bring to that to get it done. I want to be the president who achieves that for America. All right. Thank Thank you very much. Go back to this. You're a better guitar player than you are a policy uh, changer. And, and that's wow. really, that's saying something. That is saying a lot. That's pathetic. And uh, yeah. may I just say to the half a million American servicemen still alive from World War II, I am so sorry. Yeah. Uh. I'm so sorry that you had to hear that, that that climate change is as big of a threat as what you faced with Asinine. Nazi Germany. It's just, it's really, it's it's despicable. Then he was talking about uh, El Paso, you know, his hometown. Mm. Um, my son, Henry, who's eight years old, when I was talking to him the other night, um, he asked me, Dad, if you win and you become president, we get to live in El Paso, right? And I said, no, if, if we win the way this works, we would live in Washington, D.C., But he knew, because I had told him about the warming that we face, that our community will be uninhabitable, will not sustain human (laughs) life along this current trajectory unless something dramatically and fundamentally changes. Oh, my my gosh. Talk about child abuse. Yeah. I mean, that... I'm serious. That's horrific. That is just really... It is child abuse. Mm-hmm. You're telling your son that your hometown is going to be uninhabitable because of a 0.9 degree increase in the temperature in the last hundred years. That's despicable as well. I mean, if it's gone up five degrees in the last hundred years, then you might say, okay, yeah, th- things are really bad, uh, son. We, we're going to have to do something about this. That is really. <laughs> Where is uh, CPS when you need them? Mm-hmm. I, that, that, how could you scare your child like that over this ridiculous hoax? Has it gone up? Yes. Is it catastrophic? No. That's the hoax. They're making a fortune on this. Talk to Al Gore about it. The, uh, um, America's first climate billionaire because of the hysteria he is creating over man-caused climate change. I I hope these people are proud of themselves. Uh, frightening. You talk about fear-mongering. Mm-hmm. How, dare, how dare you point a finger at Republicans over fear-mongering when you're the biggest fear-mongers on this planet? You're talking about eugenics? You're talking about population control? You're talking about not having children anymore. You're talking about El Paso, Texas being uninhabitable. 
if we don't do the Green New Deal, despicable. Wow. Jeez. All right. Let me take 60 seconds to tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition. If you've been feeling uh, sluggish or you get sick easily, need to lose some weight, there is a really good product called Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. The global health supplement industry is worth over $100 billion right now. A lot of it is just synthetic junk that doesn't work. Some of it can even make things worse for you. So that's why Dr. Michael Kim was compelled to create Field of Greens. He was frustrated with all the garbage on the market and wanted to create something for average everyday people. Uh, And that's what he did. So that's why I use Field of Greens, because it boosts my immunity. It helps with digestion. It helps with all-around health because it's made of 100% USDA organic fruits and vegetables. Please give this a try. I really think you're going to love it. You just take a scoop and put it into eight ounces of water, stir it up. It tastes like Kool-Aid, and then you get that nutrition in your life if you're not getting vegetables in your diet. BrickhousePat.com is where you go to get 15% off your first order. Satisfaction is guaranteed, or you get your money back. Don't be fooled by phony imitations. Have some peace of mind. Look and feel better. Start your day with Field of Greens. BrickhousePat.com. That's BrickhousePat.com. Offer code PAT. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right. So, Pat... I think this tweet from Rants Out Loud sums up last night's climate town hall on CNN perfectly. How much electricity was used to produce a seven-hour climate town hall? How much? How many fossil fuels were they using for the candidates to come in, the hosts, mm-hmm. the audience, the television staff, the security, the vendors? I mean, right there you go. That's right. There it is. Exactly right. What a waste of time. Oh, I th- and, and Beto is just despicable. Uh, the thing he was... Saying the other day, after the shooting, just, I, I mean, listen to this garbage. I was watching and reading the reactions of my fellow Americans to this tragedy in the Permian Basin in West Texas, uh, a month removed from what happened in El Paso, where we lost 22 lives. And uh, Rabbi Latz came up on my Twitter feed, and he said, profanity mm-hmm. is not the F-bomb. What is profane what? is a 17-month-old baby being shot in the face. What is profane is losing the life of a high school student in that shooting yesterday who will not be returning to school tomorrow. What is profane is 40,000 gun violence deaths in this country. What we've been saying, the rhetoric we've been using, um, the policies and practices and politics of this country has not been uh, as urgent as not enough as as needed. I I can't take it. But he thinks he's really onto something right there. Mm -hmm. Using rabbi's false premise, the F word is not profane. Okay, so we're just supposed to accept the fact and the premise that the F word isn't what's profane. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> the F word is profane. Say what you want about it. It is profane. But calling the killing of children and other innocents profane is asinine. It's horrific. But stop with the straw man arguments. I, I don't care... If, if that came from a rabbi or a rabbit, it's stupid, it's meaningless, and it's a false premise. I, I, these people are just absolutely despicable with the way they twist and spin. 888 thirty three ninety three. But they're going to fix it all.
they're going to fix. They're going to control the climate. They're going to they're going to drop the temperature. I don't know. Isn't it two degrees or stop it from rising another two or three degrees or whatever through their incredible plan? I don't know. I've stopped listening to them. <clears throat> and they're going to make sure that uh, the African continent doesn't get any kind of fossil fuel energy uh, delivered there because, um, you know, that would just contribute to more climate change. So what we're going to do is make them suffer with wind energy and solar energy, which don't work. So the poor will just get poorer. In fact, it's interesting because um, there's, there's a, a study done here. It's Daniel Mitchell about... America and our poor compared to the rest of the world. Oh, I love this. Yes. America ranks number six for overall economic liberty, according to the Fraser Institute. As such, it's not surprising that America has a higher living standard than most other developed nations, uh, according to the actual individual consumption data from the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. America's advantage is amazing. I mean, you look at this. Look at these statistics. I love these graphs, yeah. We are more than 46% higher than the average for the OECD member nations. That's our poor. The, the, the poor in this country are better off than almost every other nation's wealthy people. Such a great study. We'll get into this a little bit more after the break because it's, it's absolutely amazing to dissect this and uh, check out these numbers coming up next Pat Gray Unleashed <clears throat> Hello and welcome and great to have you with us 888 uh, Hey don't forget to subscribe to The Blaze if you're not actually viewing the show every day and you know all the great videos and stuff we have for you then uh, subscribe to The Blaze just go there and, and sign up. You get $10 off when you... It's, let's see. Uh, BlazeTV.com no. slash Pat. Yeah. No. Bla- yes. Blaze, Blaze TV. TV. That's what I said. Okay. Blaze, oh, I put a the in there. There you did. BlazeTV.com slash Pat. And I think you get $10 off still. Do we know if that's a fact? Uh, don't look it up. We'll just assume. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. It is yeah. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, too, so you, it just comes to you but naturally But if you sign up for day. an annual pass... Uh huh. Then you save like thirty-one bucks. Holy and crap! That's I on mean, top come of that, on. we'll give you thirty days for free. Come on, really? So that's nice. Okay, good. We're doing everything we can. I mean, we we give and we give, don't and we? we? Give. <laughs> yeah. By the way, <laughs> BlazeTV.com/slash Pat does work. Oh, but, good. But don't you dare do theblaze.com slash Pat, because then you'll get the 404 page not found. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> so just eliminate the. There you go. Um, besides, Ohio State owns it now, I guess. Oh. Remember that? We haven't paid <laughs> the Ohio State University right. for the right to use that. Yeah, on. so that's why. That's why it's a 404 <laughs> message. <laughs> awesome. Okay, we were telling you about America's poor compared to the rest of the people in the world. Not not the other countries poor, the other countries average mm-hmm. consumption per person. America's lowest twenty percent. So the 
the poorest 20% in America. If you exclude the rest of the United States, which, right. of course, is number one. and But you're taking some of the United States out of that. But take the U.S. off. The U.S. lowest 20% does better in average consumption per person than uh, almost every other nation on Earth, other than there's 12 nations ahead yeah. of America's poorest. This is fascinating. Look at this. We're 12th. We're ahead of the UK, uh-huh. we're ahead of Greece, mm-hmm. uh, ahead of Canada, Canada, Sweden, Australia. Our poor, our bottom twenty percent. <laughs> now you you would expect, okay, well, yeah, you're comparing America's poorest to like African nations or uh-huh. really poor countries in Asia. I see, I see your and, little uh, socialist stuff. haven Denmark on that list that our poor are better off than. That is un. Real. Wow. Love that stat. That's a really, this is a great graph. I mean, show this to people. We should tweet this out, Keith, yep. so people can, can distribute this. That's, I mean, that is a great statistic. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Since we're talking about, uh, you know, the great places in the nation and uh, the world, and how we compare. They just came up with the most and least livable cities index. Oh. In the world's most livable cities in 2019, there's not a U.S. city among the top 10. <laughs> just, what? So what kind of criteria did they use? It has nothing to do with really how comfortable things are. They use other, uh, and I forget what it is. I, I, it got too disgusted to, look, to uh, include it. <laughs> so, but Vienna, Austria, Melbourne, Australia, Sydney, Australia. Osaka, Japan, those are the top four. Calgary, Canada, Vancouver, Canada, Toronto, Canada, Tokyo, Japan, Copenhagen, Denmark, and Adelaide, Australia are the uh, top ten. Least livable cities, you can always, I mean, Damascus, of course. Lagos, Nigeria is not doing real well. Caracas, Venezuela is not a good place to visit this time of year. No? Not yeah. The, not, yeah, I, not don't, right I don't recommend it. I really don't recommend. So it. what what time of year would you recommend visiting Caracas, Venezuela? Uh, December. December. Is there, is there a specific day? Uh, December fourteenth. Is there an hour? At about six in the morning. Minute. Six oh five. Six oh five. Let's say. Second. Mm-hmm. No, I don't have it down okay. to the second. Six oh five a.m. on December fourteenth. That would 14th. be stupid if I added down to the second, Keith. Sixty seconds in Caracas <laughs> sounds like a movie. <laughs> That would be a good movie name, actually. Yeah. I'd go see it, I That's think. about as long as I'll be able to take it there, too. <clears throat> you remember a couple of months ago, uh, angel pitcher Tyler Skaggs died in South Lake, which is in the uh, DFW Metroplex. Yes. they were The Angels were in town to play the Rangers. For some reason, I, I'm not sure if the whole team was there if or, or if it was just Tyler Skaggs, the pitcher. Um, but <clears throat> he died, and for a long time we didn't know. And j- this week they just they released the cause of death, which we're two different opioids in his bloodstream. One was fentanyl. I think the other one was oxycodone. Yeah. Um, and then he had been drinking as well, and he would have been legally drunk. So it killed him. Uh, actually, he asphyxiated um, when he threw up. It's just oh. icky and really sad and senseless, and nobody knows what the deal is with him and why, you know, how do how he get there? I mean, the guy had everything going for him. But they're doing a, a wrongful death lawsuit, and they're trying to decide who's at fault here. Is it Major League Baseball for not 
doing enough investigation into what was going on in his life? Um, is it uh, a physician for distributing drugs to him? Is it, uh, the, you know, they're trying to place blame here, and none of the blame is directed toward the guy who actually took the opioids and the alcohol. How is it possible that nobody is even saying, hey, you know what? Maybe Tyler Skaggs is responsible for Tyler Skaggs' death here. I mean, it's really sad, but the guy did this to himself, even if somebody supplied him with the drugs. And, you know, did the angels physician give him painkillers? I don't know. I doubt they're distributing fentanyl. I certainly hope not. But if he had some major injury that he was being treated for, um, and they did distribute it to him, I mean, if he's abusing it, you you put the blame on the person who's taking it, don't you? It just shows where we are in our society right now that nobody is responsible for their their own life anymore. Nobody's responsible for their own actions. It's everybody else around them. And they do the same thing with the gun violence. Well, who's responsible? I don't know. How about the guy who was actually shooting the gun? How about that? Unbelievable stuff. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm tired of it. 888 And at Pat Unleashed on, on Twitter, uh, we got this tweet in from um, a tweet sent by not that Stephen Avery. Oh, I love this. Yeah. A different Stephen Avery. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, there's a knock at the door from the, the government. I'm here to buy your your guns with your. I'm here to buy gun, your guns with your money. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, it's a, it's a gun buyback. It's like, here this, to, is, this is the way the government buyback program would work. Here to buy your guns with your money. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, we're here to uh, buy your gun uh, well, with your money. Well, with your you money. know the, your tax dollars. You're gonna buy it again. Me, sorry, I can't sell it to you. You didn't pass my background check with your history of mass murder and violence. But you have a nice day. Door closes. I love it. I love that. <laughs> you didn't so fun. pass my background check. That is fantastic. Funny. Yeah, you, you gotta love that. Seriously, you do. It's federal law. You have to love it. Oh, really? Yeah. We okay. just passed that law. Mm-hmm. Executive order. Uh, the Steve 42 tweets, there was enough hot air last night to fuel three new hurricanes in the climate change uh, debate on uh CNN, it was actually a town hall, not a debate, because that debate's over. I, I'm sorry, I ca- almost called it a debate. That debate yeah. is over. Better check okay? your language there. Yeah, sir. thank you. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Boom! Booyah. <laughs> uh, it's time for CPS, and have them also bring Beto a straitjacket to control his flailing arms. Oh, man. He After he told else. his son that El Paso's not going to be habitable. Yeah. What a buffoon. Rob pointed out, though, <clears> that <throat> uh, it was nice to see Beto in something other than a blue shirt. He's actually wearing a white oh, shirt that's last right. night. Yeah, which you're not supposed to do on camera, but still. Well, I think he was wearing a jacket. He hide his, uh, you know, sweaty pits. <laughs> I think that's why he could get away with wearing white yesterday. Okay. Mm-hmm. From Bovine Scatology. Has the temperature gone up, Pat? The left is always talking about 
revising previous temperatures. So yeah. did all scientists, climatologists go to Keith's math class? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Seriously, they make <clears throat> these numbers up. They they literally they just do. make them up. They do. Now, Stu gives them credit for 0. 0.9. He gives him credit for 0.9? Yeah. Okay, well, he gives I, him credit for 0.9 degrees. Then I take that back and I say, you know, your temperature's gone up since the uh, fall of the Soviet Union when you took all of those weather stations out of, the, out of Siberia, and therefore mm-hmm. the average temperature in the, on the planet went up when you removed those cold weather stations and government wasn't forcing people to work there anymore. Seriously, think about how easy it is to manipulate that. All the climate change people control where they put the temperature gauges. Well, you put them in the burning hot sun, of course it's yeah. going to go up. Yeah. You're supposed to put it in shaded areas, not by heaters and, you know, air conditioning things that throw off heat and all that stuff. And I haven't had a chance to really look this over, but last night somebody tweeted me a link that shows where all of these weather stations are and has pictures of them, like above tar roofs. Uh, why, first of all, why is it that like the official weather in DFW, it's always at an airport, mm-hmm. you know, that's surrounded by asphalt. Mm-hmm. What a great place for this. But I have got to find this, uh, this website somebody sent me that just shows how um, these surface uh, weather stations are, are, are posted at these um, places like, uh, let's see, here we go. Uh, by a parking lot, right, right next to a, a huge parking lot. Uh, we've got uh, one near a tennis court, one where the exhaust from an air conditioner is blowing out. I mean, it's just—it's <laughs> incredible. Come on, seriously, Stop. incredible. Uh, let me tell you about Relief Factor, because Relief Factor is something that works for so many people who have uh, chronic or just continual pain. I guess chronic pain is something that. Uh, is scientific and you can't say it unless it's been scientifically diagnosed that way or whatever. I don't what? know. It's some weird thing. Okay. But if you if you so <laughs> all right. So if you have pain every day, because that's completely different than chronic. Uh, if you have pain every day, <laughs> then and you've tried all kinds of things and you don't want to get involved in the opioid thing, which basically, let's face it, opioids they just make you feel better about the pain you have. They don't really get rid of it. As a rule. Unless you're on a massive doses of morphine, uh, then that's worked for me in the hospital a few times. But other than that, it just it just hooks you on something you shouldn't you don't want to be hooked on. Relief factor is 100 percent drug free. Uh, it was created by doctors who put four key ingredients that help your body's fight against inflammation, and it's something that really does work. Keith has this pain in his leg. Nobody knows where it comes from, but it is there. And he started taking Relief Factor. How long ago, Keith? Has it been a couple of years oh, now? Several years, yeah. And uh, it, it works like a charm. Were you skeptical when you first started taking it? Did you think it has? I was desperate. Help? I was desperate. So, yeah, that's like Glenn. And, and, it, mm-hmm. and it absolutely, it, every morning, it is part of my routine. And when I go off of it, for whatever reason, if I forget, if I travel, or if I go in for surgery, and they say, stop taking your anti-inflammatories, and I go off of it after a few days, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, oh, wait. That, that pain's back. I haven't had that in a long time, that feeling. And, oh, that's right. I haven't been taking my relief factor. Absolutely works. You're going to love this stuff. They offer a three-week quick start. It's just nineteen ninety-five. Try it for three weeks. If it doesn't work, just stop using it. And what have you lost? 20 bucks. If it does work, you'll be like 70% of the people who it works for, and they, they order more because it is working. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, it's relieffactor.com. 
It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. Uh, San Francisco, the sanctuary city for illegal aliens, is now crowded with homeless people camping and uh, defecating, read pooping, on sidewalks. Well, they just declared the National Rifle Association, the NRA, a domestic terrorist organization. So, (laughs) heaven help us. I can't. Heaven help us. I know. With every story, it's like, I just can't. (laughs) I can't. But you have to, so you press on. (laughs) The Board of Supervisors passed unanimously a resolution that urges the rest of the country to do the same. You know, why would you waste time on this? You guys have fixed every other freaking problem in your city? Uh, Did you clean up the poop yet? (laughs) Right. Yeah, get the poop off your streets. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Just do that. Then we'll talk about guns. Just get the homeless camps off the sidewalks of your city streets. And the 250,000 piles of human poop off your streets. Then you can go ahead and declare the NRA a terrorist organization. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. The resolution accuses the NRA of mustering its considerable wealth, which they don't currently have, and organizational strength to promote gun ownership and incite gun owners to acts of violence. Really? The NRA incites people to violence? Shut up. (laughs) Be quiet, Poop City USA. (laughs) It accuses the NRA of spreading propaganda while you spread feces all over your town. Aimed at deceiving the public about the dangers of gun violence. It says the NRA leaders promote extremist positions in defiance of the views of a majority of its membership in the public and undermine the general welfare. And the NRA's advocacy has armed terrorists. Wow, Wow, is that despicable? Jeez. (sighs) The NRA responded by saying... This ludicrous stunt by the Board of Supervisors is an effort to distract from the real problems facing San Francisco, such as rampant homelessness, drug abuse, and skyrocketing petty crime, to name a few. The NRA will continue working to protect the constitutional rights of all Americans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, San Francisco is a terrible city now. And um, it's apparently not the only place in California. No, has Sacramento has some issues as well. <laughs> and recently, a Sacramento business owner expressed her thoughts uh, for Governor Gavin Newsom. Mm-hmm. This video is for Gavin Newsom. Um, I'm going to wait for a response from you, but I'm not. I'm not going to stop messaging you, tweeting you, <laughs> making videos to you, emailing you, <laughs> writing you calling you i want to know what you're going to do for us californians i have had a business in downtown sacramento for 15 years a successful business i now have to leave my place of business i have to close my shop um i own a hair salon yes i can go do hair somewhere else but it's not as convenient to my clients as downtown sacramento is thank god i live an hour and 10 20 minutes away from there But I just want to tell you what happens when I get to work. I have to clean up the poop and the pee off of my doorstep. I have to clean up the syringes. I have to politely ask the people who I care for. I care for these people that are homeless. 
to move their tents out of the way of my my the the business my, the mm -hmm. door to my business. Mm -hmm. I have to fight off people that push their way into my shop that are homeless and on drugs because you won't arrest them mm -hmm. for drug offenses. Jeez. I have to apologize to my clients mm -hmm. as to why they can't get into my door because there's somebody asleep there because they're not getting the help they need. Ugh. I talked to the police officers. They told me to contact you. They want to do something and they can't. You changed the laws. So I want to know what you're going to do for us, the ones that are unhappy. You want to make us a sanctuary state. You want to make it comfortable for everybody except for the people that work hard mm. and have tried their hardest to get along in life. And now we have to change that because of your laws. Your liberal ideology is not working. And I don't know who you're trying to please. So while you sit in your million dollar home and you don't have to look at what we have to look at, there's hardworking people out there that have to deal with this on a daily basis. What are you going to do for us? Wow. There I mean, that summed it up pretty nicely. Even in Sacramento, California, the state's capital, uh, they're do dealing with poop and pee outside their businesses and she's in leaving. downtown Sacramento. Well, yeah, I would too. Yep. I would too. She lives an hour and 10 minutes away from there. That's a nasty commute to have to deal with every single day to and from. Jeez. But then to also put up with the you know, the degradation going on just outside your business and your customers have to walk around it or try to get over the top of it. Somebody sleeping in the doorway, a little tent being put up outside of it, and then used needles laying around. That's not safe for anybody. There's a situation that government should be dealing with because it's public health. It's a public health and safety issue. That is something that governments are supposed to do. So do it. Let me tell you about realestateagentsitrust.com. 1,000 active agents with another 5,000 on a waiting list. Uh, these agents have a really high sense of urgency for their clients. Yeah. They respond to every inquiry. They can find a place for this lady to relocate her business out of <laughs> Sacramento. Yes. Um. You know, this is more than just a sponsor. This is Glenn's company, and that's why it's so closely vetted. We make sure that these agents are treating you really well, the way that they're supposed to, and and they do, uh, because they understand that this is the biggest investment you're probably you're probably making in your entire life. I mean, what's going to cost you more than your home does? So it's really important to them. It's important to you and. And that's why you need a realtor you can trust. Mercury real estate agents are experts in your neighborhood. You know, you have to genuinely like the realtor that you're going around these neighborhoods, walking through homes over and over and over again. Um, when, when we moved to Dallas, I think we looked at 50 homes. Wow. I mean, so you want a realtor that, you know, you're gonna, it's going to be okay to spend some time with. That's why these are all fans of the show, because they have they're like minded with you. And you're gonna have a great experience. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Hey, they found a really old skull again. Uh, this one, 3.8 million years old. 3.8 million? 3.8 million years old. 
It's uh, our oldest direct ancestor. <laughs> oh, no. Here we go. Supposedly. Uh-huh. And it can be shown for the first time a near-complete skull of Australopithecus anamensis found in Ethiopia. The ape-like adult male. Wait, why is Rob putting a picture of Jeffy on today's <laughs> TV right now? I don't know. That's weird. Huh. Weird. <laughs> Uh, it was, was he found in uh, Piltdown, uh, Washington, or wherever <laughs> that... Uh... It was Piltdown, uh, England. Oh, Piltdown, England. Okay, yeah. very well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nope, Ethiopia this time. Okay. But who knows if this is a hoax, too. They didn't find out about Piltdown Man for 41 years. <laughs> because scientists never make mistakes. We all know that, right? Correct. Science <laughs> is settled. So who knew? Wow, when it turned out to be a combination of an orangutan and a human skull. Whoa! Somebody put that together. Huh, there's no way to tell that. <laughs> there's no scientific way to discern no way that. To know. No way to know. It's like, it's like the metric, metric system. It's a metric skull. <laughs> <laughs> so the ape-like adult male was about five feet and weighed 100 pounds. The female's Three feet, five inches, and about 62 pounds. Hmm. So they must have been sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. An upper jaw was found first, mm-hmm. and then uh, the scientist, Johan Hale Selassie, said, I couldn't believe my eyes when I spotted the rest. Oh. It was a dream come true. It's a game changer in our understanding of human evolution during the Pliocene. Yeah, well... You might want to look at the video I just watched with David Galerinter, David Berlinski, and Stephen Meyer, and then come back and tell me about your evolution bullcrap. Okay? <laughs> they just took a part, and we should tweet that out, too, because that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's about an hour. There's a lot of scientific jargon in it, but it's worth viewing if you've got people who are trying to jam... What's the name of it again? Evolution down your throat. Well, it's, a, it's just a discussion between these three scientists oh, oh, and, okay. a, and a journalist. And they just take apart Darwin's theory. And these aren't people who are big-time you know, Christian people. These are hardcore scientists who loved Darwin's theory in some cases. David Galantner called it uh, a beautiful theory that he didn't want to take apart. Huh. Uh, so maybe we'll tweet that out okay. at Pat Gray uh, Unleashed. More on trivia. Oh, tomorrow, more on three hours from more now. More on trivia is back, and this time. Yeah, I don't think it's best. I think it's just, it's I think happy. it's happy to be back. Yeah, it's happy. To be. <laughs> don't worry about it.